Hey, everyone. Welcome back to an all-new sales segment of the 20% Podcast, where I'm excited to introduce today's guest, Meredith Elliott Powell. She's currently a business motivational speaker, award-winning author, as well as a business strategist. She just recently wrote her new book, Thrive Strategies to Turn Uncertainty to Competitive Advantage, which will be out on June 22nd. I'm so excited to get my copy, and you should be as well. During our conversation, we discussed the top four skills that you'll learn in a sales position, the importance of conveying why your product is actually relevant and why it matters to our customers, why you need to hire waitresses and bartenders, as well as how what you learn in your 20s and 30s will set you up to make money in your 50s and 60s. Please enjoy this conversation with Meredith Elliott Powell. Meredith, thank you so much for taking some time. How are you? I am good, thank you. Looking forward to this. Thank you so much. And we have a couple minutes. Uh, we had some, some Zoom issues for everybody who's who, out there who's listening, which I'm sure you could, could all relate at some point. So Meredith, really quick, I'm writing a sales book. My first book, I kind of fell into sales as a profession, but I really want to, the name of my book is going to be All Roads Lead to Skip. All Roads Lead to Sales, How Sales Skills Build the Foundation to a Successful Life. I'm really trying to correlate how skills learned in sales coming from my story of studying exercise physiology and then jumping into sales, how these skills are the fundamentals of life. Um, and I know that you just, I just listened to our friend Larry Levine's podcast with, when you were on Selling with the Heart. So my first question I want to ask is, I know you're writing, you just wrote Thrive, correct? Yes, just, uh, yeah, we're getting ready to publish uh, in June. Perfect. So, so the, the main premise of the book is about how you could thrive in hard times, right? The first, the first question that I want to ask is, do you think sales professionals made it through the pandemic or maybe some of the stress and anxiety through it because of some of the grit that they developed over time? Absolutely. You know, especially if you had been in sales a long time. The thing about being in business or being in sales a long time is the fact that you see highs in the economy and you see lows in the economy. A couple of things is number one, you know these, these things shall pass. Number two is, you know, you've got to dig in and do it differently. You've got to understand that. In fact, I don't think we really sell unless it's hard economic times. I mean, in good economic times, we're kind of taking orders, but in hard economic times, we got to dig in. We got to be creative. We got to be really value add to the customer if people are going to buy from us. So I almost um, love to watch salespeople rise to the challenge because I think that tough times really bring out the best in us. And I do think it's the grit and the challenge of, um, of sales. And I think that's so interesting too, because I look at it as like, I can't wait until some of these times are through just so that, I mean, there's always going to be tough times, no matter what you're doing, right? There's always unprecedented times, but we're going to be so much better from a skill perspective after that. Now, the, one of the first questions I want to ask is what kind of, what, what skills do you believe, uh, or why do you believe that sales skills are the foundation to a successful career, whether you're actually in sales or you're in a marketing position where you have to sell or, or whatever job you're in? Yeah, you know, it's funny. When I was growing up, my father said every child should have to serve time in the army. That would be that would be really good for them to give them their foundation. And I really believe that every child getting out of college should go into sales first, because no matter what you end up doing in life, you need to be able to sell. And some of the foundational scale skills are, number one is you have to figure out why whatever product or service you're representing, why it would matter, why it would add value, why would anybody listen? Why would anybody pay attention to, um, to your argument? 
And being able to effectively understand from somebody else's point of view why what you do is relevant and then being able to articulate that, think how valuable that is later in life, whether it's, you know, you just, you're a physician and you're just trying to convince somebody that a surgery would be really good for them, or you're trying to convince your five-year-old they should eat a green bean. I mean, it's, you know, those are really good skills. The other is that it was just funny. I was talking with a, um, a speaker here that I work with today and um, we all just lost a job. And I said, I'm really sorry because it wasn't her fault that it was lost. It was another speaker that, that caused it. And, um, and, and I said, I'm really sorry. And she said, well, thanks for the empathy, but this is what sales is made of. She said, we get no, 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 and get it and get a yes. She said, we have to keep coming back. And I think the fact that there is no instant gratification in sales is a really good skill to have in life. We don't expect it to happen like that. Right. And I think it's going to be interesting for, for more of like my generation where people are just so like instant gratification, right? Um, you know, I'm in my mid twenties now. And, and so I've grown up with, with technology, with Google, with, with everything being right there. So I see a lot of people that are my age of like, I don't have success in sales in three or four months. I'm going to get out, but really you just mentioned that long game is where it is. And I think you are probably reading my notes of where my book is of all, how all people, and that's really the core of what my book is going to be of why people need to do this. Like with the doctor example, if somebody who would, it would be the biggest shame for somebody to go into med school and then eight years later, not want to be a doctor. But if you jumped into a sales profession for a couple of years, you could maybe not, maybe not even a couple of years, you could find out what their pain points are what they go through on a daily basis and really understand, is this really what I want to do? I don't think that 18 year old kid who's going to be my kind of like my target audience or newer in their career could really understand that of what they want to get into. Oh, right? well, uh, that, you know, I'm a, more than a few years older than you and I shouldn't have come out of college. You know, I shouldn't have gone to, gone to college and come out um, moving into a career because I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. But you're so right. Like I've probably changed my career like seven or eight times because I started out in sales and I learned a lot. I have so many friends who became attorneys, who became doctors, who became dentists, who put that amount of time into it and they weren't really sure that's what they wanted to do. If you learn to sell first, I don't know, everything else seems to um, seem, seems to make sense from there. Like I said, it's you spend your whole life selling everywhere. I mean, think of you want to do community involvement. You'll end up raising money for causes that you care about. You'll want people to, you know, go on a vacation that you want to go on and you want to convince your friends to go. Right. I mean, the art of seeing it from another person's perspective, understanding what's important to them and being able to communicate that. The other thing I think about getting into sales is it's kind of like bartending. You know, I always said when I bartended, if the economy didn't work out, I could go back and get a job as a bartender, which is fine, but it's not as great as going back and getting a job in sales. I will always work because I can sell. People are always looking for salespeople. Right. And I know John Barrows, when I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago, he mentioned that same exact thing of no matter what, you know, it, say AI takes over your, your, uh, your sales industry okay, that's great. I'm going to go sell another product. I still yeah. have all these, these core skills. Now, my next question, I, I know I already asked why should someone start their career in sales, but we already covered that. 
what are the, the exact skills that somebody would learn? And I know you mentioned um, communication as one of those top ones, but if you were to say the top three to five skills that somebody would come out of uh, starting their career in sales, what would they, what would you say? Yeah, I think they're going to, I think they're going to surprise you because I think that they're going to be a lot easier than people, um, than people think they are. I mean, definitely being able to communicate is very important, but before you learn how to do that, you've got to back up and you've got to learn to listen. In fact, if I was going to tell you only take one, one skill away, it would be to ask questions and just to listen, because if you listen to people, they will tell you exactly what they want, exactly when they want it, exactly how much they're willing to pay for it and exactly how to sell it to them. I think often that sales is just regurgitating what your customer really um, already, already told you. I'm a big believer that if you want to sell and you want to sell well, you need to build your network. That sales, I've talked about not an instant gratification um, career. So you need to be building and connecting and building relationships. It's the ultimate thing to to get rid of the um, to get rid of the cold call. I think follow up is a very important um, strategy with sales. The chances that you're going to interact with a person at the exact moment they're ready to buy is pretty slim to none. So you better be ready and poised with a good follow up strategy so that you when you're visible with people when they um, you know when they are ready to uh, to buy. And then I would say the other skill that I think if you want to be really um, really good at, um, at sales is you've got to grow a tough skin. I mean, you've got to really, you have to get good at rejection and not like rejection doesn't bother you, but understanding rejection. Like if somebody tells me no, it doesn't mean they don't want to buy it. It just means I didn't create a convincing enough argument. I didn't understand enough what was going on with them and start to see no as a gift to go back rework your strategy and, you know, and try again. Absolutely. And then you could ask some of those really great questions or you could follow up with some really great questions and then actively listen to what they're saying for, with that no. So I think it covers all of your skills when you do get a no. Oh, this is, this is so good. And, and this is what everybody's saying as well. Uh, another one I want to, I know you mentioned that you bartended at some point. Yeah. I love learning some of the stories because if you think about it, I mean, you start reflecting back on your career a lot of the time you're starting at 850 an hour or whatever minimum wage is or you're working a waitressing job or a bartending job where you make even less than that do you have any good stories uh, whether it's bartending or other times that, or, or any other stories that you learn these these skills that you're utilizing right now because oh my kids- god I learned everything from waitressing um, and and bartending and in fact when I got into positions to hire I would hire waitresses and bartenders into sales positions. I didn't care at all if they'd never sold the product that I had for a number of reasons is, you know, number one is they could multitask and sales takes multitasking. They could learn to be nice to people, even when people are, um, you know, even when people are incredibly, uh, you know, incredibly rude to you and, um, and not nice to you. Let me tell you how old I am. Minimum wage was 235 an hour okay. when, um, <laughs> when, when I started out, you know, when I started out, but I think, I think a number of things, my favorite story is the fact when I started out waiting tables is that I remember that the, that the people that I worked with would tell me, don't learn to do anything else in the restaurant. Don't learn to seat people. Don't learn to run the cash register. 
and God help you, don't learn to do the dishes and don't learn to go into the kitchen and make the food. And I was like, why? And they said, because they'll pull you off the floor and you'll never, you'll, you won't make the kind of money that you would make. Worst advice anybody ever gave me. And I completely ignored it. I learned to run the cash register. I learned to seat people. I learned to make the food. I learned to do whatever it took to get the food on the table to get my tip. Now, that is a really good thing for sales because in sales, you are not a lone wolf. If you think that you are selling a product and you are not dependent on the producers, you're not dependent on shipping, you're not dependent on customer service, then you're crazy because they are determining the experience that your customer is having, which is determining if you get a referral, you get repeat business and your customer is happy and you have the chance to go back and sell again. So there all my little waitress friends stood there laughing at me why I was the one pulled to do the register and I was the one pulled to do anything. But the thing I know right now is if I went back to that restaurant, they are all still working at the exact spot. What you learn to do in your 20s and 30s will determine how much money you make in your 40s and 50s. I believe that through my bones. You are not a lone agent as a salesperson. Wow, that is incredible advice. I think I needed that. So, th <laughs> so, so thank you so much for your time, Meredith. It, it was a pleasure. In just a few minutes, we got to chat. I want to I want to let let you tell people where that what your book is about and, and where you could learn with the next with the last few minutes. Well, thank you so much. Well, you pack a lot into a short amount of time in an interview. So my book is coming out in June. It's called Thrive: Turning Uncertainty to Competitive Advantage. And I kind of became obsessed with the word uncertainty because even in good economic times, we worry about it. It causes anxiety, it actually decreases productivity. And I thought, what if we flipped the script on that? What if we started to think about uncertainty as a positive? And from that, I set out to find companies that had done that. And Thrive, turning uncertainty into competitive advantage is the story of nine companies that have been in business since the late 1700s, early 1900s, and they are still in business thriving today. And from that, I wrote a nine-step proven formula of what you need to do to thrive in an uncertain marketplace. Salespeople need it, business people need it, and we all need it because God help us, you know, the Great Depression didn't end at five o'clock. We still got uncertainty in our lives as well. I love that, Meredith. And when is this book coming out? It will be out June 22nd, but you can find out more about it at my website, valuespeaker.com, just the words valuespeaker.com, or hit Amazon. It's available for pre-order uh, right now. Very good, Meredith. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have been fantastic and good luck in sales. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please share it along with your friends as that's one of the best ways that we're able to spread all the lessons that you learned in this show. If you'd be willing, I would greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcast is that's another great way that we're able to get more incredible guests on the show and also expand the reach of the show as well. Until next time, cheers.